0: Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today. I have a very special interview for you. And we have been trying to make this interview work for a long time. It's so exciting. We have director Christy Will Wolf here. And Christy, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me, Rachel. Yay. <laughs> yeah. So we have been communicating for several years. Uh, trying to make uh, make this work Uh, but we finally are able to connect and uh, so this is so great
1: yeah this is great it's good
0: yeah so uh how how was let's just start with 2020 because it's it was such a crazy year but as a director and a director of of these rom-coms how how was how was that all for you? How did you? How were you able to, uh, kind of get through it all and kind
1: of adapt to COVID and all of that? You know, I think for me, COVID has been a little bit of a different experience. I guess it is for everyone because, yeah. you know, as a working in this business, like as a you know writer director in the, doing these movies, I'm, I'm normally really busy all year and I don't get to see my daughters that much and I'm a single mom. Mm. So for when COVID hit, like I started off the year doing When It Rains It Pores with Cindy and Chris. And then interestingly on that set, on our last day of shooting, like everybody got really sick towards the end of the shoot. And then on the last day of shooting, when we shot for When It Rains It Pores, all the stuff that happened in the, um, in the news studio where she worked, my director of photography went home in the, this is in the morning. So my DP went home, my props master went home and my key grip went home. And to put that into perspective and in all my, I don't know, I think I've directed like 36 movies. That never happens. So, and everybody was so sick and then I got sick. So it kind of kicked off where I've never did the antibody test, but I think I might've had COVID. I think my crew did way back when. Uh-huh. But then when COVID happened and we all shut down um, for me, it was nice. Cause I feel like I just kind of took a breather. I wasn't trying to catch up. I didn't feel like there was anything I was missing. So I actually felt like I was baking for the first time and making dinners every night. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, this is nice. I like this. Yeah. Do you get, do you get on the sourdough uh, trend? No. I, well, <laughs> I, yeah, I started, I didn't do sourdough. I started doing just a lot of cupcakes and cakes mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Did you, were you doing sourdough?
0: I never did sourdough, but I did a little bit of baking. Uh, I I got some yeast. I did the yeast uh, thing when I had to hunt it down, try to find it. <laughs> it was hard to find here, at least. And uh, so I did some baking, but not not too much. I mean, I stayed pretty busy because I mean, Hallmark hardly missed a beat, so there was plenty for me to cover. I mean, well, that's what I said. So we got right back holidays. to business.
1: So yeah. when it opened back up, I was on the ground. I was the second show open, I think, in the world. So I started that movie with um high flying romance. So that'll be coming out. I don't, they haven't set a date yet, but that'll be coming out uh soon on Hallmark. And I wrote and directed oh. that. And that's with Jessica Lowndes and uh my and uh, Chris Russell too. And my mm. daughter's actually in it playing the daughter in that. Oh, really? And my dog Rusty. <laughs> so my fucking COVID said I was like, my daughter's worked on a lot of Hallmark movies, so it was an easy fit because it was like we did the bubble. But I did that, and then I just, and then we did Chasing Waterfalls, and then I did Five Star Christmas, and I feel like Amazing. i missed missing one in between there. And then another one that I did that hasn't been announced yet. And then I've rolled into this, so kind of like you, I've stayed busier than I've ever been. I think. Yeah. So you still made five movies in 2020 is that right yeah I'm starting my six but I made five movies yeah
0: that's amazing
1: yeah <laughs> that's yeah very
0: impressive so let's learn a little bit more about your backstory this is the first time that you have been on the show uh, so how did you become inspired to become a director what what kind of got you on that path
1: well, I was always a storyteller. Like since when ever you know when I was little, I was always my you know I was always telling stories, and my dad always had a camera. And I thought I was you know I used to act, so I thought that maybe that was a career path. So I, when I went into university, I was acting, and there was this um, teacher there um, on my last year of university, and she said to me, um, she was like, "So you can audition for this play." She was like, "But have you ever considered?" um maybe being a director's assistant with me and I remember that was the first time that I was like oh and then from there on I started like making movies and I was writing a lot of plays I came from the theater world and I was doing that my first feature film um was slightly single in LA and I was living in Los Angeles and I was working at this cafe and I wrote this movie and interestingly Jonathan Bennett who I was friends with he was the first person attached to this and then he was like, listen, I have my, my friend. I think she's going to be really great for it. And that was Lacey Chabert before Lacey was doing a lot of Hallmark. She was only doing one here or there, but, so she was actually her and Jonathan and Jonathan interestingly played this character named Seven who was actually gay in my movie. Mm-hmm. So he's cute. Cause he always says, well, that was actually the first one but it was, that went to Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I did it. I, I think I became a director because, um, I prefer telling the story from behind. And I also have, um, you know, a little bit of, I think a lot of people in the world suffer from a little bit of body, self-conscious body issues. Like I don't like seeing myself on screen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I realized that quickly when I saw myself on screen and I moved from theater to film, I was like, no, don't wanna do that. And I get just as, it's Mm -hmm. just as rewarding being a storyteller behind the scenes, um, directing it and writing it.
0: Well, that must make you extra sort of conscientious of the way that you are sort of portraying your actresses and your in your cast as an as a director since you know that sort of insecurity kind of going into it
1: yeah I I definitely I would say probably most of the actresses I work with would maybe say that because I you know they tell me often I'm like thank you for noticing that like I'm mm-hmm. I'm just sensitive to it, you know, because it's when you're an actor in there to perform and give a performance. And then the other element of it is how you look on screen. And it's, you know, it's so nice when nobody has to worry about that. And an actor feels like, listen, I got your back. Listen, if your hair's out of place, I got it. Or if we turn around and I, I don't think you're gonna like that shot from behind or something. Like I'm just aware of how they might feel. So I feel like I always have my eyes and that's for my male actors too. Sure. So yeah, maybe maybe I'm like that, I don't know.
0: Yeah. So, did you, when you were in theater, did you do musical theater or just mainly plays?
1: Predominantly musical theater, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, so you can maybe direct when we have our dream Hallmark musical.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I dream. was so, so when it rains, it pours, was mm-hmm. going to be a musical I had music scored for, it and it was. No way. A- yeah so it wasn't it wasn't an official Hallmark one it was one that we'd make that becomes an acquisition where it uh-huh. sells and I had convinced my producer so I had this awesome composer and I had this music made for it and and then it kind of went sideways. oh man we that would have
0: made that movie way better than I mean it was fun I enjoyed it but they, <laughs> if there were if they burst into song about the the weather that would have been amazing
1: Oh, I had full numbers. Oh man, mom and and daughter. And that's why Jennifer Copping ended up playing the mom in that. Uh Because she developed, she's a big musical theater buff. I don't know if you know who she is, but she's a huge musical theater person and has worked all over the world. So she was helping me develop the musical side. And then when it went sideways and it was like, no, we're just gonna make it a straight show uh-huh. i was like i gotta give her a role yeah so that's why she ended up playing the mom in there when oh. her, she's quite <laughs> a little bit too young for it but that's how that movie kind of shaped up but yeah it would have been so awesome right when they're walking and also yeah. with their umbrellas and break into it, no. it one was, day oh man what
0: what could have been because we just figure it makes sense you have so many talented singers it that are available for a a Hallmark musical. I mean, you have the people like Bethany Joy, who's incredible. Uh, you have Jen Lilly, who can sing. You have Alicia Witt, who can sing. I mean, the list goes on. And, and the guy, too, there's so oh, many kinds yeah. who
1: can sing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It would be so fun, and it just fits with Christmas. I mean, the Christmas carols, Christmas. I mean, can you imagine if they had a countdown to Christmas? Holiday musical, it would be huge.
1: Oh, it would be great. I'm Greetings. maybe I'm gonna try to see if I can start pitching that again. Yes. I feel like Ron Oliver has to be pitching that. Like, I feel oh my like god, just love to do it. So, Ron might beat me to the punch on that, yeah. but I feel like I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna work on that again. <laughs> yes, but you can, you can me... yeah. often put music in my movies. Like, I often have someone singing in my movies.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, yeah,
1: make me executive producer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. You're and you're on board too. All right. <laughs> um, but uh, so yeah, that's our dream someday. And so yeah, you have had so many projects uh, that you've been involved with. That you've directed, and but your first one for Hallmark was Cookie Cutter Christmas, I think. Like that.
1: I yeah, I think it might have been too. Um, like, I'm going back, there was, yeah, I think it might have been Cookie Cutter Christmas. Yeah, so, and that one's a
0: pretty popular one. You see it played quite frequently. And, and they're
1: singing uh, of that. They have the sing-off. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Aaron's first movie for the network. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And so that must have been a pretty fun one to start with you've got off you've got your rivalries and your cookie making and all kind of fun dynamics going on that must have been a pretty good way to start out a, your Hallmark career
1: yeah that was and then we had Alan Thicke in that one too
0: oh yeah yeah that's true
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. do you have a,
0: a a favorite I know that's always a tough question of the Hallmark movies
1: you've done I do. I have a few favorites. Like if you went through all of my Hallmark movies, uh-huh. like I often like to cast a, quite a few of the same actresses. And actresses. yeah, um, I love working with Joy. I love working with Jen Lilly. Um, I love working with Cindy Buzz. I actually I like all of my female leads and some normally the female leads aren't really up to me, but I feel like actually, uh-huh. I feel like in Amelia I just worked with. I feel like I like working. I haven't had a bad experience with any of my female leads some of the uh, second or third or fourth characters um, for my male leads again I have pretty much liked all the guys mm-hmm. I've worked with but Chris Russell as you can see I put him in a lot mm-hmm. he is my new muse I just mm. think I don't know if you've yeah status like where you're feeling on him but I just think he's so handsome and mm-hmm. he's such a good actor and he's a dad in real life and I feel like he's just, his acting just keeps getting better and better and better. And he looks like an A-lister movie star.
0: Yeah. Um, He's so charming. We really enjoy him. And I think particularly Mr. 365, I think (laughs) that that is his sweet spot. I think like just playing kind of hunky and sweet. And I don't know. I think that, that, that was my, probably my favorite. I
1: love that I love that you I had so much fun on that movie and Mm -hmm. I that cast it was um like I just finished one with Jen Lilly and Jill Morrison and Jill Morrison was in that I love Jill Mm -hmm. Um, and and I I, this is maybe not Hallmarkies approved but
0: I prefer the the passion flicks version over the lifetime edited version oh thank you me too right yeah Yeah. much
1: better when I saw that I was like why would you start out and like I call it Hallmark after dark (laughs) I mean I was surprised because I mean Lifetime
0: I mean is edgier you think that they would be able to handle it but I don't
1: know it just you know they might not have even seen that cut like that was you know passion flicks do you know who owns passion flicks who I worked for on that Uh, that's Tosca. Tosca Musk Elon Musk's sister
0: oh interesting, interesting fun yeah cast, right yeah that is interesting
1: so she but, was like i want it sultry and this and i was like really and i was like yeah. okay well i never do this in hallmark or i Life. know but i yeah. wonder hallmark even or lifetime saw that version they might not have they Uh-oh. might have just showed them the toned down version you might be right you might be right and it was
0: probably they also had to cut a few probably for time a few mm-hmm. things but i i i don't know did they just made it more boring it was more <laughs> yeah before in my opinion but i i don't know i really liked him in that uh, but these hallmark movies what these sweet sweet rom-coms you've done a ton of them but what would you say to somebody who's like eh, i don't know like what would be your pitch to giving these movies a shot what do you think that they add to uh well, make them special
1: well first of all i think that the these movies are changing a little bit right now like mm-hmm. when i did uh, did you see five star christmas mm-hmm. did you like it yeah i like- i liked part of
0: it there were i had mixed feelings on it but overall i i did enjoy it um but i know a lot of people who loved it and i was really excited that they are going into more sort of madcap kind of comedy uh, i think that's a really fun direction that they're going to
1: what I, I find recently, like in the last movies that I've been making this past year, I think with some of the changes at Hallmark, that I feel like as a filmmaker, I am making better movies. Like I'm, yeah. I'm a better director. I don't feel like I, I have such constraints on what I need to do. And there was no one ever telling you that, but mm-hmm. you, you kind of felt like you were a little bit in a box. Yeah. And now I feel like you want to, I like to tell the, I love, rom-coms and romances, but to tell them truthfully, you know what I mean? I've always felt you need a little bit more drama, like real yeah. drama. Like when someone does get their heart broken or something, it's okay to have someone cry a little bit. Yeah. But it's my thing is if you can make them cry and you, if I can make an audience cry or just like feel something fully and also laugh, then I've won. Yeah. So I feel like for me as a director, that's what I'm always, I'm like, okay, am I going to get someone giggling and then am I going to pull on the heartstrings so yeah the best part of five star Christmas to me was the the
0: story of the sister that yeah. wanted to be the chef I thought that was the the best part and and Paula Shaw playing as she was hilarious she was very very funny uh as uh, with the German accent and everything that oh was really gosh. good I
1: yeah uh but uh but yeah I, I, I like th- chasing waterfalls like chasing yeah. waterfalls is definitely it's going to feel a bit different it's more adventurous it's still the same but I had a little bit more I don't know well it's definitely more adventurous like we we went on it mm. we literally went on an adventure for it but it's it's um yeah I don't know I just love Cindy and Chris together they're just two of my favorites together like, I love the,
0: you know, the rom-com formulas. Obviously, I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I didn't. I love the, the, the tropes and the archetypes and I, you know, the holiday films. I, I really do enjoy them. Uh, but especially with the, the amount of content that Hallmark is producing, I think you do have to shake it up. You do have to have some variety. Like, I wouldn't want them to completely abandon the tr- kind of the traditional rom-com formula but i'm excited that i they'll that i won't know what is coming next exactly you know that that there'll be a little bit of surprise and a little bit of uh in this next next era i guess of hallmark movies i think it's going to be fun and i i think that they had a very strong slate this last holiday season i mean especially considering all of the challenges i was very very impressed and i don't know if maybe it was helped by the fact they had that sort of little bit of time to kind of work on scripts a little bit longer uh, that that may be helped but there were very few that i really didn't like i mean literally only probably four the The rest I would all watch again that I all enjoyed, uh, to varying degrees. And so I don't. Know, I just thought it was a very strong season for them. And they had some that were more tearjerkers, and some that were more hilarious, and some just traditional rom coms. And so it was very impressive. Yeah, I think so
1: too. Mm-hmm. But I tell people that say, "Oh, you know," like I, I actually am quite. Happy and proud of the work I do, but I feel like as a director, you're always whatever we do in life, we're always like, Oh, well, I want to, you know, you want to go step up a little bit more and do this, do that. And so for me, sometimes it's like, Oh, how I would love to be doing these episodic television stuff I'm seeing on this station and that. And then over COVID, what really set in for me is like, you know what? I love making these movies and. The more I do, the better I get as a storyteller. And so for mm-hmm. people who are like, oh, Hallmark. Oh, I won't watch that. I'm like, really? Well, you should try. Like I had yeah. my boyfriend, my partner watch one. It was his first one. Mm-hmm. And he was kind of like, oh, my mom watches that. But I would never watch that. Next thing you know, he's crying away. And he was like, Love that was it. a really good movie. Yeah. yeah. So now he's like, he kind of secretly likes Hallmark. I'm like, you don't have to be secret about it. I think most <laughs> husbands kind of like it. They just don't yeah. say they do.
0: We're getting people uh, to to get out of the closet with their Hallmark viewing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, shout it to the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. From Amazon best-selling author Esther Hatch comes a fresh and fun Victorian era rom com, Manor for Sale, Baron Included. Lord Farnsworth would rather rot in debtor's prison than sell the one place that feels like home to him—his mother's manor. That is, until he meets the charming woman who wants to buy it. Suddenly his plans become clear. Sell her the home and then woo her to the altar. What could possibly go wrong? If you enjoy your historical romance sweet and clean with a large dose of humor, Hatch weaves the perfect story for you. See why readers are saying quote from the first page this book had me grinning from ear to ear esther's beautiful writing style and lovable characters make you fall in love instantly and invest yourself in the story until the very end mana for sale baron included is available on Amazon in paperback and Kindle also available in Kindle unlimited so check out the new novel mana for sale baron included and we had an episode of our podcast with Esther where we dove more into the book so you should definitely check that out as well it's a really fun dishy read so you first came on our radar at least with A Dash of Love and that's still I think Jen Lilly's best movie and I think it's it's still one of my favorites of the of the last few years I I love that movie I think it is so so well done so well executed. Uh, I think the chemistry is really good and uh, I, I think her character is really well done I don't know I just I really
1: enjoy it we had so that movie me too and that movie was such great energy it was Jen's first movie for them mm-hmm. uh, it was the executive that was in charge of that was Jen Phillips it was her first movie she used to be Bill Abbott's assistant so it was her first one as an mm. executive And then the producer on the ground here in Vancouver is this woman, Kim Arnott. And there was just this awesome synergy that we, there was no bumps and we just made it. And then when we went into post, I remember doing my director's cut and then my executive and um, the producer here came in and they were both like, okay, well, and it was so collaborative on the notes and it wasn't a whole lot of people chiming in. And I think that's why the end result, it was great. It wasn't sometimes movies at all networks, I think get a little muddled because there's so many people chiming in with the notes, mm-hmm. but it felt very fluid because there, it was minimal people, uh, chiming in. So it got the story just stayed really focused. And I agree. I really loved how that movie came out, but that energy in that movie was kind of the energy that went into creating it too, mm-hmm. which is awesome.
0: There's a lot of food photography in that movie. Was that at all challenging?
1: Um, We had a food stylist. Yeah. Yeah. We had a food stylist do that. And Jen was so cute. Like, isn't she so cute? No, like her comic like she's so funny with her little looks. Like she's just adorable. Mm -hmm. And I loved her and uh, Brendan in that, that Mm -hmm. they were great. Their chemistry was good.
0: Definitely his best uh, movie, in my opinion, at least.
1: Yeah. They had Mm -hmm. great energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I loved some of those shots. Like I remember they were sitting in the dining room and I did this long push all the way in. I just remember doing that one and I loved it
0: yeah i think everybody after was like i need to try ice cream cone chicken
1: oh that's right yeah that's right i think i might have come up with that actually like i think so that so interesting fun fact for that one so that movie the writers on that i can't remember their names yeah judy and sandra
0: berg we actually interviewed them uh uh, last year and they're so fun
1: yeah so we so they had wrote it and then as a director i did like a little soft pass on it and just give my little punch to it and then we went on and i went on to do harvest love which was that i ended up directing and then collaborated with that them on that one too which was my story and then they came on and helped shaped it up with me
0: mm-hmm. yeah that uh yeah they're great we we really love them and the, it did make for one of the more memorable moments of the podcast because we at the time we were um arguing about the the relationship of the uh of the father and son and uh, I said is it really such a big deal that he decided to not become a baker became a chef instead and uh anyway me and my co-host Amber (laughs) she's just just like in the world of Hallmark there's a world of difference between a chef and a
1: baker so. Oh, I know! <laughs> I know. Yeah, <laughs> funny, uh, right? Yeah. Story plots. You're like, hey, so <laughs> could could be a big thing
0: for the. That's baby. right.
1: Yeah,
0: hey. yeah, and of course you had Perry Gilpin in that. That must have been cool. Yeah. That
1: was cool. I feel like the best thing Villain. about Hallmark is the actors that I have directed, and then most of my formed nice friendships with. So it's like Perry and that. And then I worked with Lindsay Wagner and Lee Majors mm-hmm. and like all these legends that were just like you grow up. I grew up watching and I always think that's always fun where I'm like, oh my gosh, i watched you. But she yeah. was fantastic. She was just perfectly, you know, rude and snide, yeah. yeah yeah and yeah eat play love
0: they i i really enjoyed that one as well especially with uh with Lindsay wagner and lee majors they were so cute as your old kind of older couple and and i i like having jason saramek in that one uh he's somebody a little bit different you know it's nice to see when you get to see the uh supporting actors get to be the lead it's always fun and so i enjoyed that one harvest love i enjoyed you really had a very good 2017
1: yeah that's funny i, <laughs> 2017. I did
0: yep. yeah yeah that was a good run there and you know ryan pavy jen lily i mean it's it's a good combination you and jen lily and we love jen lily she is just so sweet well,
1: so i delightful. can't wait for you to see this movie that we just wrapped oh. come out. Yeah. It's one of my. I feel like it's. I guess I say that so often. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this is one of my favorites. The next one I do, and I'm like, this is one of my favorites. But <laughs> it's a. This one I'm really excited about. Um, I just love everything. Just clicked on it, and um, I don't know. You'll see. So yeah. I don't. I don't have any information yet when you'll be able to see it because we just wrapped it mm-hmm. and it's in post. So right date, but so it'd be the next one that Jen will start announcing that her and I did together. But yeah. It's fun. It's really
0: fun. So with Yes, I Do, this was fun for us as a podcast because you had included a little bit of our, we we had joked about the fireman's movie, firehouse movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you, we went back and forth on Twitter, didn't we? Yes. It was very exciting. Marcus Roster. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With our, you, you uh, it was probably the first time that Anything we ever said, even in a even in a small way, kind of made it into one of the movies. That was pretty fun. (laughs)
1: Yeah. 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 He was like, Do I really have to? I'm like, you just walk into the scene like you would have when you woke up. Just (laughs) putting your shirt on. What's the problem? And he's like, All right, I'll do it. (laughs) I love that you guys were like, Oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, thank you, Mark's roster. Yeah, Yeah, that was really fun. And uh because I don't know, we don't get that many dishy moments. And 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 probably rightly so, because these that, uh, you know, that's Hallmarks is G rated, which is good. But it is fun every
1: once in a while to get a, a little I try, I don't know if you notice, yeah. I try to do it with most of my uh-huh. family. It's like it's just like that. Normally they're putting their shirt on coming, waking yeah. up or coming down the stairs. I'd be like, oh, I'll just squeeze one and
0: We're grateful. We're grateful. Yeah. <laughs> i mean you got to work with obviously with jen again and she's the best and but then with jessica uh in uh, in this one and then again in over the moon in love and uh, so yeah we we think that she's really good especially i think that she's fun when she's allowed to be like a little bit devious just like a little or a little sarcastic maybe with her role uh and i think she can play off that snarky maybe that's the word i'm looking for a little bit snarky
1: so for that movie um jessica was kind of introduced to me through her management team and they're like we think it'd be great and some sort of introduction and you know normally she plays the lead so Uh she was like it that was almost an intro interestingly for her to um just start to kind of do different types of roles and they wanted us to work together kind of some you know the higher ups so that was her on there and i liked like yeah she was perfectly snarky (laughs) and kind of like this and and i think i always listen to you guys like i listen to so much and it's like we don't like it when it's too tropey like the other woman you know so i didn't i i'm always cautious not like Uh keep it as realistic as i can um and then in over the moon i developed that with her like she was like i want to do this movie and again back to the music thing and you know, that's where Mm -hmm. we just kept pushing in these angles. So I completely, from day one, developed that over the moon with her um, to get that made. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I like her in that, because I find with Jess, I like her when she's a very sweet and beautiful individual. And I think that she comes across, like creatively for me as a director, the best when, you know, you tone down, she's so naturally beautiful, like tone down the makeup, tone everything down. And I think Mm -hmm. it makes her a little bit more relatable for audiences. And that's who she is inherently. Like I always say, I'm like, I want you to be you. Mm -hmm. Like let let the audience see you. And I thought Over the Moon was a good example of that for her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, whenever you have Wes Brown on, that's always good as well. He's Mm -hmm. great.
1: Oh my gosh, he's the best. Love him too. (laughs) Look at that song too. Like he's just so cute.
0: Mm -hmm. He really is. Yeah. So yes, you have Chasing Waterfalls coming up and uh this is with cindy busby and and christopher russell Mm -hmm. and so why don't you tell us a little bit about it
1: so it it, it, again fits kind of the formula you know boy meets girl 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 Uh comes from the big city to the town it's about a single dad well, actually divorced dad Uh and um i don't want to give too much about it away sometimes i give spoilers and i don't even realize i have Uh Um, but uh yeah, she's a photojournalist and working for a magazine, so she has to capture some, her assignment is to capture waterfalls, and he works at the resort as a tour guide, um, and that would be kind of the premise yeah. on it, and then fun and games ensue. I have Miranda Freegon in there, so Miranda's, yeah. Miranda and I've been working together back since my movie Boy Toy, like, you know, over a decade ago, so she's someone who I go to a lot, because she always gives solid performances, me- and then- cookie cutter christmas she's cookie cutter christmas she's in she's in a lot She's in. she's Mm -hmm. a couple of you ever see watch lifetime she did a couple for lifetime for me too i have um an actor that was in the movie that i did with joy lens and um luke mcfarlane uh devon alexander are you familiar with devon Mm, i don't know what i am he's um he's a black actor and he reminds me of kevin hart and um we did the i always forget all my movies names the 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 valentine's day one i did with um valentine's match valentine's day match he was the um husband in that oh in the b story but so he's in chasing waterfalls and he's fantastic. And I think everyone's going to like it. There's great music in it. Mm. Um, beautiful scenery. We went to all these locations. So we, mm-hmm. I, we had a um, COVID weight loss challenge when we did it because we all had become quite lethargic and stuff during COVID So <laughs> we started yeah. that, you know, for, I was like anybody who's in my age category, which are the 40s that wants to join in and cause we just, we were hiking every day. So it was really uh-huh. fun. Where was it shot in? All in British Columbia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause yeah. It,
0: the, what, what's the
1: waterfall? Well, there's multiple waterfalls. You'll see five waterfalls there. And two of them were not even allowed to give the locations out. Oh. Kind of like what happens a little bit of the premise in the movie because um, they don't want people to come to the waterfalls. So we got this oh. special permission, but we had to, We had paramedics on site, we had safety, we had these guides that would hook everybody on like, and it would just be like five of us that could go and shoot these scenes and we went right out on these plateaus and our, my director of photography was like literally hanging off of cliffs getting (laughs) these shots. So it's going to feel a bit different than the other ones where it's a bit the cinematography Uh is not documentary, but you'll, you'll, you'll see what I mean. It's just yeah. feels a bit different. Cause we literally went to these very dangerous locations and shot on location. Was the water super cold? Oh, um, when, for that swimming scene, the one that you yeah. see, well, glacier water. So yeah. if you talk to Chris or Cindy, they'll tell you, like, we had to get them in there and it was so cold and we had paramedics there and everything. So when they got in, they had to get out and get bundled with heating packs right away. And it was a one shot deal. Oh
0: my and I
1: was way up at the top of the waterfall trying to get a drone shot. And and I was like, I go, but you know, so they dive in but they could, that scene only lasts a short minute in this montage because the water was so cold. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, especially up there in BC. Cause I, I thought, is this, did they film this in some place? like in Mexico or something like that uh, because then it would be warmer, but uh, yeah, it's going to be really cold.
1: Yeah. It's going to be cold, but really fun. It's a nice, fun film. So
0: I'm excited. I'm very looking forward to it. Uh, So yeah, we like to end our interviews with some fun, silly questions. So uh, the first one, what is the best ice cream flavor? I like coffee
1: from Hagen dazs
0: mm, Okay. Yeah.
1: What is your favorite color? Mm, tough one. Uh, maybe baby blue or soft pink. Okay, good. Uh, what music are you into right now? Oh, that's a very difficult one. I love so much music, but I think I've been binging on uh, Big Little Lies and oh. that soundtrack for that show is so good. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just go without the soundtrack for Big Little Lies. Yeah. Especially the first season was so good. Yeah, I just started the second season, but the first season I was like, wow, this music's awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Uh, so we used to say go to date night food, but since nobody can go out anymore, what what would be your Postmates or favorite? You're right. Your DoorDash that you would get.
1: <laughs> Well, would it be DoorDash? I do it at home, but it's oddly my children's favorite, and it's cheese fondue with apples, oh. and broccoli, and bread, and we do a lot of it.
0: <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah.
1: Good. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, what is your if you were to go on a, a an ideal date date night activity? What would you want to do?
1: I think I I'm an outdoor enthusiast, so right now with the snow, I would say uh either like an evening um cross-country ski into mm-hmm. like we have these beautiful spots up at the mountain you can go into these lodges and have you know hot chocolate or whatever something like that and then in the summer it would be a paddle board just along the ocean and you know sit and have a little picnic at sunset
0: mm-hmm. that sounds yeah. good so yeah. i
1: forgot to ask so uh, frequently you
0: play cameos in your films even if it's just you're the uh, ex you're the wife that died or something like that <laughs> <The> dead, <mom. laughs> the dead
1: mom. yeah in the photo uh, is that fun for you to kind of work that in you know the reason why i'm normally the dead mom or the dead person in the photo is because props is like who are we gonna get and you know they ever in, in the movies they have a budget and they're like yeah. oh, no, we have to go a photo shoot with an actor and pay and then everyone turns to me it happens every time <laughs> I want to be it and i'm like all right i'll be the dead mom again <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's kind of a
0: funny easter egg i enjoy it yeah it is so, all right which do you prefer dogs or cats Dogs. yeah uh beaches or mountains
1: oh tie tiebreaker
0: tie okay uh would you rather be in a fancy dress or in sweats <laughs> sweats although these days i feel like i'd rather be in fancy dress just because i'd be out in the world doing something
1: it's always fun to dress up yeah i like dressing up but uh yeah i'm quite enjoying working from home during prep yeah Mm -hmm. all right uh what is your favorite holiday to celebrate oh of
0: course christmas yeah yeah gotta be And last question. What is, and you can pick one of your own, what is your favorite Hallmark movie? I know it's very
1: tough. Oh, um, huh. Well, uh, yeah, it's tough. And of course, I kind of only watch my own because I'm always so busy. I would say between me, it'd be a tie between a Dash Love and a Valentine's match. Mm, i loved okay. luke and i loved luke McFarlane and joy in that movie i just i love luke mcfarland too he just brings such an authentic he gets such an authentic performance and i really liked working with him and joy in that mm-hmm. i just love that dance scene that i did with him too mm-hmm. in that movie uh
0: yeah i think dash of love would be my choice as well i think that's it's really good it's very good C- classic almost nora afron-esque uh homework movie in my opinion
1: oh thanks i like that yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna yeah, have to yeah. and watch it and just be like okay i have to emulate anyway, some of these yeah yeah uh
0: yeah so all right well you did it you passed the test you answered all the questions <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on the podcast and for being a a great example of a female director for doing these hallmark movies and uh, we think you're awesome and uh, we can't wait to see uh what you come up with this year
1: yeah i can't wait too and we'll talk about it soon mm-hmm. Thanks, so Rachel. do you have social media that you'd like to share or anything like that yeah i'm i'm pretty much i don't i I'm, i like float around on twitter these days just to like Kind of eavesdrop on what's Uh going on. I'm not active. I just repost. I'm mostly active on Instagram and it's Uh just at Christy underscore Will.
0: Great. Well, we'll have that in the description so people should check it out. And uh, thanks again for taking the time to talk with us. We really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. I'm so glad we made it happen.
0: Yes. All right. We'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone. Bye. We'd like to thank Christy for coming on the podcast. This was so much fun to get to talk with her. And make sure that you're following the podcast of Homeworkies Pod, Homeworkies Podcast, all our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up, subscribe to our channel. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all over social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. I would really appreciate it. Consider becoming a patron of our channel. We really appreciate that. And we also have our merch store, which has tons of fun designs. So check that out. And thanks again. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye, everyone.